Legacy Maker, the All Sports one, Network. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one on one, one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. We number one. I get the truth, truth. Then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to the one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. We number one. I get the truth, truth. Then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to one on one at Legacy Lake Sports Network. It's Thursday, it's Thursday, and that can only mean one thing. Hey, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, for another edition of one-on-one here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. We are ready for episode 76 of one-on-one here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. Once again, everybody, I'm so glad to be able to be in front of you about an hour or so away for some thursday night football and we got a good one um well let's say at the beginning of the season this looked like it's going to be a really good game between two really good teams playoff contending teams at that with the new orleans saints and the arizona cardinals as the saints travel uh to arizona to take on the cardinals uh not so not so hmm, well let's just say not so fast Hasn't really went that way this season. Uh, the Cardinals have yet to win a home game. Uh, and the Cardinals are the home team in this contest. Uh, so they, they are 0-3. But they're taking on a Saints team who are, you know, they're not they're not that much good, you know, they're not that much better right now. It's just it's been a bad deal for the Saints and the Cardinals. So tonight, somebody is going to get a little boost in their step as, you know, the Saints travel to Arizona to take on the Cardinals. Uh, but we'll get into our prediction and all that stuff for that just a little bit later. With all that being said, I want to just take a, you know, time to just kind of sit back and relax and, you know, get ourselves ready for week seven. Week seven of the NFL season this is our second week of buys. Uh, in the NFL season, so some teams that didn't play last week will get a chance to uh, get in there and get you know their hands a little dirty this week. So you know we'll see. Uh, I will be traveling to Washington for Packers and Commanders, so um, that should be a fun one. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I never thought I'd say this: but Commanders coming off a victory, Packers coming off of a loss. Uh, not a good loss, neither to the Jets, but. Never mind that. Let's get into some power rankings. Let's get the, the nitty-gritty down. Let's get this thing rolling. But before, let's get into our recap of last week and where we stood in the power rankings before the week started. So we'll take you to week six of the NFL power rankings and let you know how we fared. Okay? So here is our bottom from last week. We got Panthers in this, in this order. Panthers, Commanders. Steelers, Texans, Lions, Raiders, Bears, Broncos, Jaguars, Patriots, Seahawks, and Cardinals. That was the bottom last week. That was the bottom last week. This week, I don't know if there's that much change, but that's the bottom from last week. 
the outside looking in. We had the Falcons at 20, then the Browns, the Saints, the Bengals, Rams, Colts, Dolphins, Jets, Packers, Titans, outside of looking in. The top 10 last week, we had the Cardinals at 10. Then it was the 49ers, the Bucks, the Ravens, Giants, Cowboys, Desperados, Vikings, Chiefs, Bills, and the Philadelphia Eagles topping it off at number one. Then our player of the week, our players of the week, I should say, from last week, Josh Allen, who had an amazing day against Pittsburgh and a big victory, and DeForest Buckner, who had a great day against Denver on the Thursday night before Thursday night. So um, with all that being said, two you know great weeks. I will give you small previews of what's to come in our uh, player of the week for this week. There is a cult involved. There's a code involved. Uh, Josh Allen probably should have got some consideration. He had a really good week, but uh, he is not in that this week. Then we go to our MVP, uh, you know, heading at MVP candidates heading into week six. We had Jackson at five, Barkley at four, Home Mahomes at three, Hertz at two, and Allen at one. There is a small change uh, in this week's, uh, you know, top five MVP candidates. And we'll see that as well. And then our, Thursday night game prediction from last week had the commanders winning 23 to 13. They end up winning 12 to seven, but that's okay. No matter what we end the two games tonight and we are now four and two on Thursday night football. So that makes me, you know, that makes me happy inside. Now there's our recap. Now that the recap is done, let's go ahead and get into the power rankings, ladies and gentlemen, for week seven of the NFL season, man. I, we're here, baby. We're here for week seven uh, in episode 76 of one-on-one here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. Now, let's do it. It is time for the bottom. All right, here are the bottom teams heading into week seven of the NFL season. At number 32, for the second straight week, oh, boy. The Carolina Panthers, man, the Carolina Panthers situation doesn't seem to get any better, um, you know, from the week before. Uh, it, it really just doesn't seem like it's gotten better at all. Uh, you know, this Carolina team is it, just it's just a piece of work. You know, they had to start P.J. Walker, you know, Donald's still on the IR. He is designated off the IR this week, but we don't know. Uh, well, as of now, P.J. Walker will start. We don't know if we'll see Sam Donald, but I got a feeling we will see Sam Donald if he's activated this week. I feel like we will see him at some point in, um, you know, in their next contest. Um, then we've got, you know, this Panthers team, you know, kind of giving the L.A. Rams in their game a little bit of a run at the beginning. Uh, and you know, the Panthers had the lead at halftime. They were up 10 to seven. I was like, okay, watch out for the Panthers, you know, change coach, you know, change coach, you know, maybe trade a player here, maybe trade a player there. Just a whole bunch of speculations, all that crazy stuff. And maybe that'll change the way. But then the Rams came back and did what the Rams do. And they went 24 to 10. Now the craziest situation from this game had to be my man, Robbie Anderson. You know, Robbie Anderson has had problems probably ever since Baker Mayfield became the starting quarterback for the Panthers when the trade or before the trade had happened, when Carolina people kept hearing y'all, you're going to hear 
the Baker Mayfield is going, you know, what would you think of Baker Mayfield being the quarterback here? And Robbie was like, nah, bro. Like he pretty much, you know, threw it out the window. They had made up before the season start, but it, and they had a pretty good first game together, but you know, Robbie has had, I guess, a philosophical difference with the, you know, Panthers, you know, coaches, so on and so on. And that all showed up uh, last week at the game in LA it got so bad that, you know, Coach Steve Wilkes or interim Coach Steve Wilkes sent Robbie Anderson into the locker room. And that would be his last time as a Carolina Panther because he got traded. <laughs> he got traded earlier this week to the Arizona Cardinals, who are 23 on the countdown this week uh, on the power rankings. And they had lost Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, for the rest of the season. So the Cardinals said, you know what? We need a receiver. Robbie's a solid veteran. They bring in Robbie. But guess what? The Cardinals also, ladies and gentlemen, get back the mammoth and the legend that is DeAndre Hopkins this week. And I'm pretty sure he's going to have something to prove when he gets back. So with that being said, Panthers, you're sitting at the bottom and it's rough. Looking like y'all going to have the first pick of the draft next year, the way things are going. But we'll see. Then we've got at number 31, the Houston Texans. They were on the bye last week. So, you know, we didn't have the, you know, the Texans didn't really, you know, nothing crazy. They just kind of stood where they are. Uh, they were 29 last week, but they lost a couple of spots. Uh, but they are sitting at number 31. Uh, number 30, the Detroit Lions, they dropped two spots. They were on the bye last week. So they are where they are right now. Number 29, the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. They were also on the bye. They lost two spots last week. Um, you know, just you're on the bye, you're on the bye. They're at 29. At 28, the Chicago Bears, they lost probably one of the ugliest games you'll see against our 25 team on the power records this week, the Washington Commanders. 12 to 7. It just, it just wasn't a cute game. Uh, you know, and the game was kind of a, uh, you know, a slumber, you know, going up into the uh, second quarter when Washington finally kicked the field goal and kicking that field goal, they were able to, you know, at least take the lead three, nothing going into the half, but the offenses were looking rough. Just watching the game, you know, analysts were just all over the Chicago bears just on how they're using Justin Fields and they're wasting such a valuable talent. Uh, they just don't have enough talent around them in general. And, and just watching the team, I'm like, this is bad, man. I just I just don't know what else to really say about how bad that, that Bears team looks on a talent front. But I told y'all at the beginning of the season that I felt like the Bears on paper could be the worst team in the NFL. They're not there yet based off the power rankings, but they're close. But we got the Bears coming in at 28. Um, I saw some nice things from Justin Fields in that game, but I saw some not so nice things. And most of that was because the man was on his back most of the game. He was getting pressured. Uh, there was some there was some hits, man. I was like, man, I hate the fact that he's taking those hits. Uh, but that's just kind of the situation he's in. So we'll see. We got Chicago at 28. At 27, the Jacksonville Jaguars. This one is disappointing. I really thought Jacksonville was going to be 3-3 three and three heading into this week. I had Jacksonville. I had Jacksonville winning that game against the Colts. And they, were, they had chances. They had chances. They went into the fourth quarter with a 21 to 19 lead 
And then the coach just kind of stuck in there. You know, Matt Ryan had himself a really nice day. Went 42 for 58 for 389 yards and three touchdowns. He just had a really nice day, and it was enough to propel the Colts over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville uh, now 2-4 and and 27th on the power rankings. At 26, the Denver Broncos. This Denver Broncos team is, boy, there's there's not a lot of, not a lot not a lot of nice things that you can say about this Denver Broncos team, and it's you know they started off hot. I was like, okay, wait a minute, Broncos looking good, you know Russell looking like the Russell we know, um, and then going into halftime they had to lead the Broncos did, and then it just just stalled out. The rest of the game was just another primetime game that you know i guess for a lot of fans wasn't exciting but it was a grinder you know it was a battle uh it was uh you know defenses stepping up offenses just done not looking good whatever way you want to put it the games are just just kind of stale but we got denver at 26 they had a chance they fall at two and four that's where we have them washington's at 25 we talked about uh how uh, Washington was able to get their first victory since week one. Uh, Brian Robinson, what a great story. Uh, Brian Robinson gets his first career NFL touchdown um, after a miserable muff punt by uh, the Bears left the commanders at the six-yard line for Chicago. And then Brian Robinson was able to capitalize, get the touchdown, the go-ahead touchdown, and you know the commanders win their game. Now, the worst part about this for the commanders – in some fans' eyes, um, and maybe not all, is that they lost Carson Wentz for four to six weeks with a with a thumb injury, so almost da- uh, Dak Prescott esque type injury. So he's out four to six weeks, and that means this week on Sunday versus the Packers is Taylor Heineke time. Now he took on the Packers last week last year, gave him a little run uh, in Green Bay, but you know they weren't able to pull it off. But we'll see. Um, I actually, as a you know, go ahead and give you a little bit of tidbit i got washington winning this week i just washington's run game if they run the football they're going to beat the green bay packers unless green bay gets their act together so that's maybe a salty fan you say whatever you want but i got washington winning this week they're 25 on the power rankings next we've got the pittsburgh steelers pittsburgh big win big win over the bucks i don't know if anybody saw that one coming tom brady went 25 for 40 for 243 the Bucks just don't look – they just don't look good. Then, of course, the, it's been the meme all week where Tom Brady is cussing on the sideline and, you know, people are putting words in his mouth saying, I left my wife and kids for this. I, it's it's some funny stuff, y'all. It's some funny stuff, but uh, I feel bad for him. If, if that was the case, I do feel bad for Tom. And, you know, nobody deserves to, you know, have that type of situation going. But, but that's besides the point. This Buccaneers team – looks just like my Packers. They, it looks like a different team and they look lost, but they're three and three. The Steelers moved to two and four. Uh, Trubisky had to come off the bench uh, because Pickett had a concussion, I believe. He did get hurt and they had to bring in Trubisky and Trubisky was able to help the Pittsburgh Steelers get a victory and they hadn't won a game since week one uh, where they beat uh, the Bengals. So now you got wins over the Bengals and the Bucks, two top playoff teams from last year. That's why you can never count out the Pittsburgh Steelers. At 23, we got the Cardinals. We talked about, uh, you know, the Cardinals, um, you know, being number 23 on the countdown this week. Uh, They looked 
miserable. Their offense, another team that just looks miserable, uh, you know, and it feels like they they just look lost. Like Calamari, you know, he had to lead the team in rushing, 10 carries for 100 yards. It's just something that the Cardinals just look off. And, and Murray doesn't look confident in anything he's doing out there. Uh, and just watching them, it just doesn't look like the team that we thought that, you know, that started off 6-0 and last year. They just, ever since they lost to Green Bay last year, not to Nahorn, they just haven't been the same team. So maybe they'll figure it out this week against the Saints. Maybe they won't. We got them at 23. At 22, the Browns. Man, this Browns team got demolished by the Patriots. And I'm disappointed because I, I picked the Browns. They made me look bad last week. I, I'm, I'm not thrilled about that. But let's talk about Bailey uh, Zippy. And I could be saying it's Zippy, Zippy. But Bailey Zip is, has been the Zippy or has been amazing for this uh, Patriots team. 24 for 34, 309 yards, two touchdowns, back-to-back weeks of 300 yards plus. And now all of a sudden we're hearing, you know, quarterback controversy in uh, New England. He played well when he came in against Green Bay, and he's got wins in back-to-back weeks. So touche to him. This Browns team is just trying to get to the point where they can get Deshaun Watson back. And, and you know, they, they just need some stability all the way around. And, you know, when Deshaun Watson get back, maybe he'll provide that. But right now, the Browns are two and four. And I'm sorry, I got them down for three and three here, but they are two and four. Uh, next, we got the Saints. Um, you know, the Saints also two and four. I don't know. I'm, what was I doing when I was making these graphics, y'all? Saints are two and four as well. And, you know, they had a game against the Bengals where they had it. You know, they were winning. Uh, they. They were in full control. Well, I'm say full control, but they were doing really well, and they were keeping the pressure up on the Bengals. But the Bengals were able to come back in the end and, and get the dub, uh, thirty to twenty six. But the Saints team, you know, before the game, they were talk of if you know Andy Dalton does well, he could become the starter. That's that. Those were the words that were coming out of the streets, uh, like you know he could be the starter if everything goes well. So it may have not went the way he wanted. But it is what it is. So there it is. Uh, that is our bottom this week. Panthers, Texans, Lions, Raiders, Bears, Jaguars, Broncos, Commanders, Steelers, Cardinals, Browns, and the Saints. So with that bottom, uh, I got to say, I do apologize. I just saw how I did that. But the Saints and the Browns are actually two and four. Uh, but with that being said, you know, this – the bottom has, I say it every week, there's a couple of teams I feel like could still go on runs, could still do good things. Uh, the Saints could still good, do good things. Um, you know, the uh, the Steelers could still do good things. The Raiders, even though they're, you know, where they are, they still can do good things. They, they've got the talent, but we'll see. We'll, we'll see if they're able to make all of that happen. Now, with that being said, it's time for the outside looking in. <laughs> All right, so on the outside looking in this week, let's take you to it. And first of all, we got the Miami Dolphins sitting at three and three, and the Dolphins are number 20. Now, the Dolphins, what, three weeks ago were the number one team on this countdown. Um, And so when they were number one, everything was looking in high order back in week four. And what a difference a couple weeks make. 
after Tua got hurt and you know they, then Teddy Bridgewater got hurt and last week they had to start uh Skylar Thompson and then Bridgewater eventually came in it, it was um it was pretty bad for it's been pretty bad for the Dolphins what a roller coaster start off three and oh uh and then you last couple of weeks you're oh and three and I don't know if they can fix it right away they got Pittsburgh this week and Tua will be back um you know, I think that's kind of funny with Flores, you know, coaching on the other side. But, you know, we'll see how it goes. Dolphins are 20 uh, in the outside looking in. At 19, the Seattle Seahawks. I, You know what? I probably should give Seattle way more love than I've been giving them. I say it every week. And I, and I feel like I have to apologize every week. Um, I didn't pick them last week. I thought the Cardinals would do some stuff. I was wrong again. Uh, and look at this uh, Seahawks team. They're 3-3. Three and three. Geno Smith is playing the best ball of his life. And I love what I see from this team. They just they went out there last week against the Cardinals and they just, you know, they they hit them in the mouth. And, you know, Kenneth Walker had a a, a touchdown run. They just they, they Pete Carroll is probably doing his best coaching job right now. Probably doing his best coaching job right now. Next, we got the Patriots at 18. Uh New England. We talked about how, you know, New England a couple weeks ago were one and three. They were in the bottom. They're creeping back up. A couple of wins. Bailey Zip in the, in the squad looking good. Mac Jones still on the shelf. Um, but I love what I've seen from New England. Now, if they keep this up, man, who knows? Sky's the limit. Next at 17, the Green Bay Packers. Boy, oh boy. Am I a very, 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 very disappointed man. I, you know, I, I couldn't even watch the game fully on Sunday. I was, you know, watching NFL Reds on first Sunday. I've had to just sit at the house and relax and watch football all day. Um, you know, but I'm not complaining. I'm a very blessed man to be able to go travel back and forth, you know, doing photography, going to games. You know, I'm very blessed in that atmosphere. I got to make sure I say that. But it was nice to sit home and kind of sit back and just watch some football. And Green Bay didn't give me nothing to smile about. Throwback jerseys are no throwback jerseys. They need to throw whatever they got going on away. It's absolute garbage. Fix it, Maddie. Fix it, Aaron. Fix it, Goot. Murphy, you know, <laughs> look, that whatever they, they got, got going on right now, it needs to be fixed immediately. It looks bad. It looks rough. The Packers are at number 17. They're three and three. They were three and one uh, looking pretty good. And, you know, after that Buccaneers victory, but these back to back losses to both New York teams. Now, let's give the New York teams credit. Both New York teams, as you can tell, are in the top 10. <laughs> You know, no spoiler alert there, but both New York teams are in the top 10 and they've been looking great. They've been looking great. They lose to, you know, the Giants in London and then they come home and then lose to the Jets in worse fashion. You know, just bad. But Packers are 17. At 16, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Another team struggling, struggling. They lose the Steelers. They just they just look bad. We talked a little bit about that earlier. They just look bad. Maybe they'll figure it out. Who knows? But, um, you know, I, I I will never not have faith in Tom Brady until he proves me otherwise. It's not looking good right now, but we'll see. Buccaneers at 16. At 15, the Rams. Rams got that win against Carolina. It wasn't pretty at all. It really wasn't pretty, but they found a way to get a win. And sometimes that's what it's all about. You may win ugly. You just got to find a way to get the win. At 14, this one I'm, you know, I've, I've said it. I've been saying it all year. I want to see this team in the top 10 because I feel like 
not that they're sassy, but <laughs> I feel like that they're just gritty. And that's the Atlanta Falcons. We got them at 14 uh, right now on this countdown, but this is the highest they've been uh, in the power rankings this season. And they look good. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm proud of this Atlanta team, man. I, I, I feel like they probably could be five and one. When you go back and look at it, they should have beat the saints. Uh, they had a chance to beat the Rams, you know, um, they, they, they could easily be five and one. We could be talking like, wow, look at this Falcons team, the way we're talking about the giants and the way we're talking about the jets, but the Falcons and the jets were the two teams. I said at the beginning of the year, they, they could surprise people. Really could surprise people. And then the Jaguars, I threw those, threw them in there too. But the Falcons at 14, good job, Dirty Birds. At 13, we've got the San Francisco 49ers. I really struggled with putting uh, San Francisco above the Falcons because, I mean, the Falcons did beat them. And usually I give that team the benefit of the doubt. I usually be like, well, Falcons won. But it, it, this time, I, I'm going to give the 49ers their due still. Um, you know, even though it, it didn't, you know, turn out well for them in Atlanta, overall, that team was beat up. Like, the injuries can – I don't know what it is about San Francisco. It used to be Washington a couple years ago. They cannot keep people healthy, and it's just bad. Do not, what, don't, do not know what it is. It's just bad. So I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt this week. Put them at 13. And no, that's not pressure from the 49er fans. It's just, you know, I, I like them as a team. Number 12, the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals are starting to crawl back. Bengals are starting to crawl back, get themselves together. You know, uh, all their games have been close. All their all their games this year have been close. They could be 6-0 and right now. I mean, you know, every single game has just been either a nail-biter or they won the game. It's it's been crazy, but you know they win this one against the Saints, thirty to twenty six. Burrow and the crew trying to get things rolling. Burrow had twenty eight for thirty seven, three hundred yards, three touchdowns. Jamar Chase had a great day, seven receptions, hundred and thirty two yards, two touchdowns. So Bengals are coming along. We'll see what they can do as the weeks continue. Number eleven, I you know <laughs> this team right here, and I'm I'm going to Indianapolis next week uh, to see them take on the Commanders. I. I don't. The Colts somehow, somewhere are at eleven. Um, you know, y'all know how I feel. I try to keep it by the record, but I really had to toy, pretty much with eleven through sixteen. It really was a tough decision for me to kind of figure out how I wanted to place these teams this week. It was really rough. There's a lot of three and three teams, as you can tell. There's a lot of three, a lot of middle of the road teams. Uh, you know, uh, a couple of them are in. Uh, I think we got one in the top 10. So it's just like, it was just rough all the way around. But we'll give the coach their due. Matt Ryan had a great week. Uh, You know, Michael Pittman had a great week. 13 receptions for 134 yards. But we'll give the coach their due this week and put them at 11 in the outside looking in. All right. Now, ladies and gentlemen, there's your outside looking in. Outside looking in is a rough deal all the way around. Like I was telling you, you know, 11 through 11 through 16 was just really tough for me to try to decide like how I wanted it to go. It, it was really, it was really bad. Like I never, I feel like I've never had to struggle like that, trying to figure out where I was going to go with teens, but I changed it and flipped around and, and it still may not be right, but that's where I went with uh, heading into this week. All right. 
ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the top 10. All right, the top 10. Let's start it off with the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens, tough loss to the Giants. Tough loss to the Giants. I had the Ravens winning that game. I thought Lamar would go in there, you know, do his thing. But let's give love to Brian Dayball and the New York Giants, who are four this week on this countdown. Number four, ladies and gentlemen, the New York football Giants. I I had the Giants in my mind finishing last in this division at the beginning of the season. I, I like, well, I just didn't think, you know, maybe the first year they wouldn't get it together. But, wow, had they proven me wrong. Five and one, looking good. Defense looks phenomenal. They're playing tough. They're playing hard. And, I mean, what can you say about a team that's, you know, playing this hard and having a good time? They're, they're enjoying football. You know, we talk about it every week at the end of the show. Go out there, have fun. They're, and that's what they're doing right now. They're playing the underdog role at, at five and one, and they're playing it well. So kudos, kudos, ladies and gentlemen, to the uh, New York Giants. With that being said, tough loss for the Ravens, but the Ravens still stuck in there, and you still got Lamar Jackson. So that alone, I I let them be the lone three and three team in the top ten. At nine, the Titans they were on break, they're on a three game winning streak, so they stay in the top ten. Uh, they're looking, uh, you know, pretty good. Love what I've seen from the Titans the last couple of weeks as they fought back. Excuse me, this is they're in the top ten because of them being, you know in the body we're at number 11 last week so it's good to see the titans you know make their way back to the top 10 here it is ladies and gentlemen i said it last week on the show if the jets beat the green bay packers they would be in the top 10 this week there they are sitting at number eight almost had them at number seven i was close to putting them there i didn't think they were better than the cowboys just yet didn't think they were better than the chiefs just yet you know Chiefs just came out of a battle with the bills but the Jets went into Lambeau and won 27 to 10. Sauce Gardner is probably one of the best young cornerbacks to come out in college football to the NFL in a long time. He came in there and the kid is just smart. He's going to be a star in this league as long as he stays healthy for years to come. Didn't like him putting the cheese uh head on and walking around the stadium with it. That was that was disrespectful. Glad Alan Lazar saw some pride and went and smacked it off his head. But but if you're the Packers, I say this to you. You know, you can be mad all he want that he did that, but guess what? If you win the game, that doesn't happen. If you win the game, that doesn't happen. I move on. Congratulations to the Jet. You're number eight. Number seven, the Los Angeles Chargers. You know, the Chargers are just finding ways to kind of just stick in there. They're four and two. Uh, they ugly game with the Broncos. But, you know, Herbert and the crew found a way to, to get the win. It just wasn't pretty. But not all wins are going to be pretty. So we'll give the Chargers love. They're at number seven. Number six, the Dallas Cowboys, a.k.a. the Arlington Desperados. Dallas, you know, started off really bad against Philadelphia, who's, as you can see, number one and once again this week. But they just started off so bad, and they just couldn't get into rhythm. They just couldn't get it going. And and it showed. It just showed the entire time. And then, you know, they made a little run late. It just wasn't uh, good enough. So the fans that were screaming, Cooper Rush, Cooper Rush, starting to smile because they know Dak will be back. And so just like that, it was like, man, they 
to my man Cooper Rush to the side like he didn't do work hard these last couple of weeks. So much love to Cooper Rush. Number five, the Kansas City Chiefs. They could easily be, if they would have won last week, they probably would be number two. So, you know, they they took a tough one to Buffalo at home, but it was a great game. Oh, just a good football game. Wasn't crazy scoring. You saw a good defense. You saw some great offense. It was a good combination, you know. Uh, but the Bills won that one 24 to 20. They're the number two team this week. Uh, you know, and it's just it was just a good game. Like that was the last game that was on the red zone before everything ended. It was just a great game. And it was good to see the Bills. Uh, I know the Bills fans were it felt good for them to, to get a little revenge from last year, even though they probably would have rather go to the AFC championship game. But this is a help for now. The Chiefs are at number five. At number four, we talked about the New York football Giants and how great the Giants have been. So congratulations once again to Brian DeBall and the Giants. You know, Daniel Jones is looking, eh, you know, decent, all right, looking all right. But it's Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley has looked beautiful out there. And that's the guy who they drafted at number two a couple of years back. So the Giants are at number four. <sighs> this one's going to hurt. At number three. The Minnesota Vikings. What can I say about the Minnesota Vikings? They're surprising me right now. Five and one. Uh, that passing attack has been really good. Justin Jefferson is lights out. Let's just call it what it is. He's been great so far this season. He's been knocking on the outside, looking in in the MVP race. He was in there in the first week. He's just knocking on the door. The Vikings look really good. Could this be the year the Vikings make a deep run in the playoffs? Can the Vikings go to the Super Bowl? I don't know about all that, but we'll see. The Vikings are at number three, and I'll see them in a couple weeks in Washington. Number two, the Buffalo Bills. Great win. Tough win. Tough win against the uh, Kansas City Chiefs in Arrowhead. Great game. Great football game. Just a down-the-road great football game. So much love to the Buffalo Bills as they are number two and number one on this week's countdown for the, you know, second week in a row, the Philadelphia Eagles, the Eagles have looked great. Six and zero, tough victories. Jalen hurts continues to look amazing. And so much love to the Eagles fans. And this one is for all the Eagles fans fly Eagles fly as they are the number one team on this week's NFL power rankings. There it is. Our NFL power rankings heading into week seven of the NFL season. But you know, we can't leave until we finish up. We have to go to the finale. All right, so let's go ahead and finish this bad boy up. Let's start off with our players of the week. Our players of the week for last week. First of all, our offensive player of the week, Matt Ryan, 42 for 58, 389 yards, three touchdowns, no picks, 107.6 QBR, a 34 to 27 victory over the Jacksonville Jaguars. They needed that because after they lost 24 to nothing to Jacksonville at the beginning of the season, they needed that victory. But let's give Matt Ryan credit. And kudos as he had a little throwback game. You know, he had a little throwback game. It was nice for him to go up in there and, and get the little throwback going. So congratulations to Matt Ryan and the and, and the Colts, you know, finding a way out of no way there. But Matt Ryan 
maybe starting to get a little bit more comfortable there in Indianapolis. Could things change in the AFC South? We'll see. Defensive player of the week, and this is much deserved. Quentin Williams from the New York Jets. Five tackles, two sacks, and a forced fumble in a 27-10 victory versus Green Bay. But one stat that I didn't put on here was that critical block field goal uh, that he had, you know, was able to stick those big palms up there, knock that bad boy down. And that Jets team is just screaming, screaming with their head coach. Like, just just all of the energy of their head coach, Robert Saleh. Guess what? Uh, it, his his emotions, you you name it, whatever it is, is rubbing off on this team. And they're playing tough, and they look good at 4-2. and two. You got to remember now, Joe Flacco was the starting quarterback for the first couple of weeks. And then they switched back to Zach Wilson, and they're still finding ways to make things happen. Brees Hall is stepping up whole nine yards. So much love to the Jets. So Quentin Williams, our defensive player of the week. Matt Ryan, our offensive player of the week. Our top five MVP candidates heading into week seven. Look, look who made it into the top five. Justin Jefferson is at number five. He's crept back into the countdown. He was in there in week one. He said, I need to get back in there. Darrell, I said, you know what, Justin? You're right. You deserve it. Justin is at number five. At number four, this is a switch from weeks before. The last two weeks, we had the same top five. But Mahomes took a small step back this week. And it's nothing bad. Um, to be honest with you, Saquon had a, an amazing performance uh, in a in a big game for them against uh, the Ravens, and they got the dub. So that kind of swayed me a little bit. So I, I got Barkley at three this week. At two, uh, I got Hurts. You know, I I want to put him at number one so bad, but the way Josh Allen has been playing right now for the Buffalo Bills, yes, they did lose a game, but it's just the way he's played the game. It's just different over there, leaping over top of guys. It's just different. I love Josh Allen. And y'all can say I'm a homer on that one, but I love Josh Allen. I love watching him play. And, you know, next season when they play the Commanders, I cannot wait, cannot wait to hopefully get a chance to see this man up close in person. So much love to that top five, Jefferson, Mahomes, Barkley, Hurts, and Allen. Now, last week's record. Oh, man, six and eight. Rough. Rough, 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 rough week last week going six and eight. Like I said, some of those games just were. I was devastated by the end of the day. I was like, man, what is happening here in these games, man? It just just didn't go my way. And all games that I think it was just a lot of weird games. The Bucks, the Packers, you know, um, you know, well, the Cardinals, Chiefs, and maybe not so much, but there was just a couple games that the Giants game. It just didn't look like it would go that way. And it, you know, they just went the opposite. So it went six and eight last week. The week before, 11 and five. The week before then, uh, went three and 13. So, but the most important record, though, you see it there 51, 42, and one. I'm above 500. And as long as we stay like that, I am okay. All right. Now let's go to our prediction for tonight. Tonight's prediction. I got the Saints winning 30 to 22 over the Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals have not won a home game yet, and I don't think it happens tonight. So on Thursday night football, I got the Saints winning this one 30 to 22. See if I can go to five and two on Thursday nights. Let's see. Come on, Saints. And now here is 
my winners for the week ahead. You know, of course, like I said, got the Saints getting the win uh, against a a struggling, struggling, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know, Cardinals team. So we'll see if they're able to kind of get that thing going uh, at some point because that, that has been the, you know, the struggle. They just haven't been able to get just haven't been able to get it going. Then uh, we've got the Bengals as they will uh, get the W in their contest. I, I just I got I got a really good feeling about it. Um, I like what I've seen um, from the Bengals the last couple of weeks. I, I really do think that they're they are trying to to get things on the right path. You know, uh, there is just something about this team that I really, really like. So and it's a tough one because they're playing against the Falcons. And I really wanted to pick the Falcons, but I, I was like, no, nah, I think Cincinnati's starting to get, you know, things going a little bit. They're clicking. They'll be at home. I'm going to give the edge to the Bengals. But if the Falcons win this game, don't be surprised. Uh, at the next one, we got the Dallas Cowboys and the Lions. I'm not picking the Lions again until they can prove that they can, that they can prove uh, me wrong after I've, you know, hyped them up all year. And every time I pick them, they lose. So, that that twenty nine and nothing victory uh, loss, I guess you can say to the New England last week was the final straw. Next, I got the Titans beating the Colts. <sighs> this one hurts, but I got the Commanders beating the Packers, and I will be there uh, at Landover to see the Packers and you know see my boys. You know, unfortunately, probably lose the Commanders, but that's how that's probably going to go down. Uh, then I got the Buccaneers beating the Panthers. The Panthers, unf- unfortunately, right now are dumpster fire. It's just not happening. Then I have the Giants beating the Jaguars, and that's going to be a tough one. Um, because Jacksonville hasn't played miserable football this year, but they've struggled the last couple of weeks. I got New York in that one. I got the Ravens beating the Browns. I think the Ravens will go to four and three uh, after beating Jacoby Brissett and the Browns this week. I got the Jets going to five and two and beating the Broncos. The the downfall of Russell Wilson continues, and I feel so bad for him, but all of these crazy things are starting to come out about him. We heard people say that he's not a good leader and all this stuff and i i would have never had noticed that but he's a former teammates coming out against him so i just hope he's able to write the ship it's looking bad right now but i got the jets ladies and gentlemen winning that one got the raiders beating the texans i just think the raiders are due for another win but the texans did get their first victory of the year in the last in a week before last so we'll see if they can maybe get win number two here I got the Chargers beating the Seahawks. And once again, I am so sorry, Seahawks fans. I know you're going to find, I know you're probably going to prove me wrong again. And that's okay. Just remember, uh, 49ers fans, every time I pick against them, they win. So, and I'm doing that in the next one. I got the Chiefs beating the 49ers. So, 49ers ready for upset mode. And then here's probably my surprise one of the week, but maybe not so much of a surprise. Even with Tua coming back, I've got the Steelers winning that one. And the last, last one, the last one, I got the Patriots beating the Bears. I just, the Bears just look tough. And I really want to see Justin Fields succeed, except for when they play the Green Bay Packers. But I really want to see Justin Fields succeed. And I just don't know if Chicago's the spot, man. Trade that man. Trade that man. Or at least get him some help. Or at least, if you're the offensive coordinator, make sure you work things in his favor. It's just, and everybody can see it, and it's so bad. Like, work the offense around him and stop trying to make him into this pro quarterback right off the bat. Let him get comfortable in the league. I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm just some guy talking sports on the side. I, I don't know. 
All right, everybody, that is it for another episode of one-on-one here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network, episode 76. Thank you all for tuning in. It was another fun one here. Uh, and Thursday night, baby, let's do it. You know, let's do it. We got uh, Saints and Cardinals, and hopefully we got a good game because the last two weeks have been trash. So hopefully this week will be a good one. Once again, everybody, I'm your man, Darrell Lawrence. We'll see you back next week, next week for another episode. And that'd be week eight. We'll be halfway through trade deadline, all that stuff. So we may be talking that as well next week when we get on the air. Once again, everybody, I'm your man, Darrell Lawrence. Thank you all for tuning in. This has been one-on-one, the power rankings, week seven. Until next time. Legacy Maker, the all sports network. One, 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 one. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one on one, one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, truth. Then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the.